Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find your voice, your authentic voice, your secret weapon to feeling more confident. I'm so excited that you're here. Now onto the show. In today's episode, I'm going to share the common mistakes new leaders make and how to avoid them. Now let's start with the word mistake. It may bring up emotions for you, being a word that's considered quite negative. But if we reframe this to mean learnings or challenges that we face as leaders, this may feel a bit better for you. However, we do need to get used to making mistakes because as a leader, you're faced with people and people are unpredictable and every day is new and there's new challenges that you come across, new situations that you come across that you've never dealt with before and you will make mistakes. We all make mistakes and we need to get comfortable with making mistakes and learning from them um, or or apologizing sometimes, but we will make mistakes. So in this episode, I will share five mistakes that either I've made or I've seen someone make, and I will offer you a way you can avoid that mistake or strategies you can put in place so that you um, know how to deal with this situation when it comes up or you rethink making this mistake because it's good to learn from other people's mistakes rather than making them all ourselves. So these could be five that you avoid. You will make other mistakes and that's okay, Uh, but let's at least try to knock these five over. So number one, new leaders try to wing it. They spend all this time, they apply for the job, all the energy in getting the role, and then think about what to do once they get there. And this is a big mistake. And I made it too when I got my first promotion. So I wasn't ready for that first week when I'd need to have one-on-ones with everyone, set up a team meeting. How I was going to run this team meeting? All these things I wasn't prepared for. And it meant that it eroded trust with, with the new team members. Each day I lost a little bit of trust. And it also meant it took longer to build the trust to get that team working together all aligned to the same goal. And also, I wanted to demonstrate to my leader that I was the right person to get that promotion. So I also eroded that trust. Look, not only that, you'll always be playing catch up. So if you make this mistake, you'll feel like you're behind and starting um, your leadership career, like always a month or two behind, and it's really overwhelming. So how would it feel to be prepared to be a month or two ahead? You've planned out that first week or that month before you even got into the role. And it won't go exactly to plan, but having a rough plan so that you can hit the ground running. 
So to avoid this mistake, you want to do some pre-planning before you come into the role. Whether that means working out how you will set up your one-on-ones or prepare questions you want to ask in those one-on-ones. When you'll have your first team meeting, will you have a planning day? What will it involve? Perhaps part of your interview, you'll even present how you'll run the team. Whatever it is, just spend time before getting into the role on how you're going to prepare for it. Mistake number two, new leaders avoid difficult conversations. One of the biggest mistakes new leaders make is putting off those difficult conversations early um, or having them immediately when things happen. Now, sometimes as a new leader, you want to be liked or you want to be popular. You want to be different than the leaders you've had in the past. And if you're like me and have a fear of confrontation or conflict, you'll find it too easy to put off or completely avoid those difficult conversations. Now, you're not alone. Most new leaders make this mistake because even those new leaders that are not afraid of conflict, they may have another fear, a fear of getting it wrong or end up in or ending up in the HR office or some other uncomfortable situation. Now, the thing with avoiding these situations is that if you avoid it, the team will avoid it because no one's going to come to you and say, "Hey, you better have that difficult conversation with me," or "Can we talk about how I am late to work every day?" So, if you don't have it, it will go um, unaddressed or it won't be sorted out. And this can impact the rest of your team. So don't make this mistake, whether it's having an early conversation with your team member that you used to, I guess, be peers to, um, resetting resetting your relationship as the leader, or if there's an early conflict with or um, resentment towards you as the new leader have those uncomfortable conversations early get it out the way as I say rip the band-aid off now you will make mistakes in these conversations but that's okay and you may get it wrong and you may need to end up involving your leader or HR but you will be surprised as well you may not get it wrong you certainly won't be that leader that avoided it altogether and put the rest of the team offside by letting bad behavior go or um, letting situations get out of hand. Like if you used, to, if you're a friend of someone who ends up being your uh, team member, other people feel they're being um, played as favorites. So you need to address that early. So you may also find that these conversations aren't as overwhelming as you thought. If you go into that conversation with the right approach, that person, they might have their own aha moment or they know that they're not doing the right thing and they may actually address it themselves. You may not have to do much talking in those conversations if you ask questions. So Don't avoid those difficult conversations. Mistake number three is trying to be everyone's friend. So a little bit like I said before, you might want to be popular or liked and not have the difficult conversations, but this is slightly different. So this is where you create or maybe you reinforce 
an us and them mentality. You may feel the the need to express that you're there to be different to the leader before you and that you're in it with them against the leaders above you. And now I get the intent here and sometimes it's because we've had less than ideal leaders before us or we felt like it was us and them and we were one of the team and we want to stay one of the team and be part of the us and not part of them, the leaders. And but this is a big mistake because what you're doing now is creating more of a gap between yourself and the leaders in your organization. And you may actually want to keep progressing as a leader. So a better way to approach this could be thinking about how you could um, build that bridge between your team and the leaders above you in the organization. And you can lead by example. So new leaders, they need to juggle the responsibility of being a manager of people and having that obligation to the organization. You need to walk in both shoes if you like. Now, trying to be everyone's friend is like parents trying to be friends with their children or teachers trying to be friends with the students. It rarely works. It may be okay, well, it is okay, definitely, to be friendly or even friends with some people that you work with or work in your team, but it shouldn't be the aim of your job. It's not the main thing that you're there to do. So you don't want to create or promote the us and them, but to actually break that down and start to talk about we and us as a team, as a wider team, as an organization. Mistake number four. Another mistake that new leaders make is continuing to do their old job. To continue to focus on being a subject matter expert or a technical expert and not focus on leading. So continually focusing on getting the old job done. And some people, when they come into a leadership role, think they need more technical skills to be in that job when they actually need leadership skills. We used to say hard skills and soft skills. So hard skills being the technical skills and soft skills being more of the people skills. Now, we, we do know that the soft skills are actually the harder skills. So it's important to identify and focus on the new skills you need. If you're already in a role, in a leadership role, it's not too late. You can learn that on the job. You can get yourself a mentor, do some training. But if you're yet to get that leadership role, look at what you can do now to develop those leadership skills before you go for that role. Now, sometimes it's because there's been a problem with the negotiation of the new role. So you may have been offered a promotion and when you find out what you're doing there, the leader before you doesn't recognize all the leadership type of skills that you need. Could have been because you've had no real mentoring about leadership roles before or guidance from your previous manager when you were getting that promotion and you made a lot of assumptions about what you need to do in that role. Perhaps your manager doesn't really manage the team well and has made that mistake themselves Um, and they never had that corrected themselves. So leading a team, depending on the size of your team and um, what your team does, can take over 50% of your time between meetings, one-on-ones, problem solving, uh, the new leadership meetings you need to go go to, performance reviews, all of those things. If you don't learn 
now how to delegate or coach others, you'll end up working two jobs in one. This brings me to mistake number five, and that is to feel the need to control things. New leaders feel they need to be in control. They need to be across everything and control it all. So as a new leader, you can get overwhelmed trying to get everything right, planning everything out and how everything should go. Um, And if things don't go right, get quite stressed, try to fix things before it goes out to the customer or to the boss. But as a new leader, you need to acknowledge that the people in your team will do things differently to you, that you don't want to be that boss, that it's your way or the highway. And when other other things, um, when others in your team do things differently than you would, you need to get okay with that and get used to that. Not only do you have to get comfortable now with your mistakes, you have to get comfortable that your team will make mistakes. And you need to get comfortable that um, you can let go and let them do it their way and also be part of their learning. It could be inspiring to help someone else grow and develop and see them improve and you know provide that space for them to do that. You also need to be uh, get used to still being accountable, accountable for the outcome though. So when things go pear-shaped, and they will, that you take the responsibility with your management, that you're, you're the person who's accountable now. So it sounds like a tough thing to do, but that's what empowering others means. And that you can probably relate to that because that's what we all want in our job. We want to be given something and we want to be empowered to do it our way and to learn and make mistakes ourselves. Well, make mistakes and then learn if you like. So sometimes, just to wrap up, we're thrown into a new leadership role and we don't have time to avoid these mistakes. So I put four, five of these to you and some little ways that you could avoid them. So if you're considering a leadership role in your future or you haven't made these mistakes yet, look ahead now, prepare now. What kind of things could you do now to avoid these mistakes? Or what kind of leader do you want to be? What kind of um, culture do you want to create? This is going back to mistake number one, getting prepared in advance. What would be your way to lead a team of people? And how would you lead a team of people you used to work with? What sort of things could you do early on? Do the preparation now. You could get the training or you get mentoring or the coaching that you need now. Whether you want to research online, listen to podcasts like this and other podcasts, um, do that preparation now. So that's the episode for this week. If you do want to fast track your career and have a chat with me, book in a call. I always put the some links at the bottom of the podcast. I've probably put that one in today. Um, Otherwise, just go over to Instagram and follow me at at BraveHeartCoach. So have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time. 